Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast. This is a podcast where we celebrate those who create for a living, and we aim to show others how they can do the same. I'm your host, Dexter Washington, and I appreciate you for listening. I encourage you to subscribe, to share with a friend, and leave some feedback as well. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I hope all is well with you guys. I definitely have plenty more content coming up for you guys very, very soon. And also, speaking of today, we have Dami from Finney Shoes, the creator of Finney Shoes. Um, he is also the creative director of Hervey Legion. I think has, is how you pronounce that. Is that how you pronounce that as well? Um, no, it's actually uh, pronounced Avelage. It's a oh, French, French, French okay, brand. But it never, but it never got that. But it never guessed that. <laughs> um, but anyway, sir, it's um, it's really a pleasure to have you on, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. No doubt. And uh, I'm pretty excited to talk with you today. Uh, I know you have plenty of ventures going on, and um, I just wanted to get the you know it's kind of kind of the background and the mindset of uh, someone who is a creative strategist, a creative director who uses their creative talents to you know to 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 create the things that they want in life and be able to share your talents with people. I only work on the accessory accessory part. For um, because uh-huh. there's a there's another team that do, that work on the dresses. So, um, for people that don't know what Avalanche is, Avalanche is a luxury brand that makes um, typically they makes only dresses, and uh, it's iron luxury dress. But they are venturing into a new market, and mm-hmm. they're trying to create complementary goods that goes along with um, their product offering. So they trying to create. Um, accessories such as shoes and handbags and probably belts in the future and my job um, is to make that happen. I, I know beforehand that you were telling me that you came from an engineer background and I think that's super interesting uh, bringing that type of analytical uh, logical that type of mindset into the creative world so tell me a little bit about that in your background where you came from with that. Yeah so um, I um, I didn't. I typically didn't come from a fashion background, or you know, went to school as a, to say, fashion designer. Mm. Uh, I got my undergrad in uh, mechanical and aeronautical engineering. Um, I went to a small private school upstate New York called Clarkson University. Shout out to Clarkson. Um, I really had an amazing time there. Uh, I feel like I grew as a person, and um, you know, learned a lot about myself and what I want to do in the future. Um, uh, I wasn't really, I don't think I was meant to be an engineer. My, I followed my footsteps of my dad to be an engineer and, you know, that was fine. I worked in the, I, I worked, I used my degree for, for a few years, but I, you know, growing up, I realized like what I wanted to do for a long time. Um, yeah. uh, as a long time career I was in engineering. So. Um, I started my own, my own like fashion brand um, called Finish Shoes, and I'm still doing it. Um, but you know, I'm happy doing that, and that that because of the joy and the passion I get from it, I realize that's what I want to do like long term, and also made me um, pursue fashion. And I went back to the school to get my masters in fashion. Um, you know, learn more about that that industry and that you know the business of fashion as a whole mm-hmm. and creating and cultivating habits and learning from people around me um in my from my from my class from my professors and also at the same time gathering um 
uh, I'll say, network of people in the fashion industry. And I feel like that's why I, that's, you know, that's what brought me, or led me to where I am and what I'm doing right now. Um, it's because of, you know, me understanding how um, fashion as industry works. And you can't really underestimate that because a lot of people are uh, trying to be creatives um, and they're not really taking the time or due diligence to understand the industry they're trying to work in um, or mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a, as a, someone in a creative world, depending on what, what type of creative you call yourself, you might not even be like a, a designer or I don't even consider myself a designer, to be honest, but you might not be, you might not be a designer. You might be a designer, a photographer, or a movie director or like an animation or graphic designer, but you have to understand the world. You have to understand the business aspect of, of what you're trying to do in order for it to success. Because at the end of the day, if you're not, a lot of a lot of creative people are very creative, but they don't have that other side of other side to them of understanding the business part of what they're trying to do, or understanding in general that that environment in which you're trying to thrive. And I think if you don't take time to understand that, um, that might set you a bit back. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I agree a hundred percent. I just I, I agree with you that a lot of uh, creative people do have that they have that creativity, but they don't know where exactly to, to focus the creativity. You know what I mean? Uh, right. What, what, but they don't know how to monetize it because it might be, it might yeah. be, it might be very creative, but at the same time, um, if you're not monetizing that creativity, then how long can you actually continue that? Like, except, you know, if you like someone that has unlimited resources for you to create stuff, you know, then, then that's fine. Then you don't really need to monetize it, right? But if you're someone that wants to, you know, let's say you want to, you want to create movies. Like if you don't know how to monetize what you're doing, then you might not have more capital to do, you know, to to create creating better and better movies, or you might not have more capital to keep creating art. Or you know, it's just about right, right. monetizing, and that way you can grow and you can do better stuff and you can keep improving. Right, right, exactly. Uh, so, what made you realize that you know, like, okay, like, fashion is somewhere that I can, I can see myself, and I have to really, like, you know, focus on this, on this industry. Well, what really drew me to what I'm doing for space was because I realized I, I, I think I think in a very strategic way, right? So, like, there is a void in the fashion industry that could be that could be filled, mm-hmm. um, and. Don't get me wrong. I feel like almost everything in fashion industry has been done before, um, but it's about finding a, a new way to be different, right? So for me, that's what led to what I'm doing, right? So I, I wasn't really like good at designing shoes, or or like you know, it wasn't like my passion from when I was like from a kid to own a fashion brand. It's because I realized there's a, there's a, there's a there's a void in the fashion space that can be filled or like there's a, there's a way to market, to create new product that I think people want. And, I, and, you know, and from, from that stage, I, I kind of started, um, like I had a flaw in me that I feel like I, I could do this and the passion kind of developed from there. And also like getting, um, interacting with people and getting feedback from people and like how this, how a certain product could help them individually or could help people. I realized like people want that product. People like that idea. And like that also drive me 
to continue to enjoy my enjoy my passion to, to do what I wanted to do. But um, I'm not sure if that directly answered your question. But um, no, I mean, what made yeah. what what made me like kind of just stick to my guns and stick to what I'm what I was doing was because I was able to um, derive passion from from like what I think. Um, what 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 I think could be could be successful, right? So I, I was strategic in the very strategic in the way I picked what I wanted to do. Right. I know I was I want I want to be in a creative world, right? And then it's, then it's like, right, what do I want to do that like kind of make me different from everybody? So like, if you think about it from like let's say from from an artist's point of view, someone that likes drawing, right? You don't want to just draw or have a, a distinct uh, you want to have a distinct act that is not been done before yeah um and you can you 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 can name a lot of different artists that like do the same that do like one thing very very well um from like someone like joshua vibes does like black and white art to like keep everything like all of them has like different extent like way they do their art and i feel like finding something to do that sets you apart from everyone else is like I think it's very it's very important. It's key when you, when you're trying to be somewhere in the creative industry. Right, right. Um, you know, I often my belief is that like if you're gonna um, if you're gonna want to create for a living, I think that you should consider what's gonna help you build a sustainable future, right? Um, and not just only consider just the creation just for the sake of the 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 art itself. And then when I say that, you know, like I mean that you can have your things and you can create whatever you want, but just make sure that you know how to monetize it in a way that you, you're able to build that sustainable future. Uh, oftentimes, like I think, you know, as, as creative people, we have the energy and the drive, right? Like to be able to do what we want and, you know, we can picture everything, but there's a barrier that you hit because you don't know what exactly the market might want. Or maybe like, like you said, you're producing stuff that's already been produced. So now you have to be innovative. And I think that's a place where like some of us end up do getting uh, caught up at. So I, I was just following up on what you're saying that I, I definitely do agree that you have to think out of the box and just make sure that you're aware of, you know, what exactly people want and how you can monetize the, these different uh, skill sets of yours. I was going to ask as well, you know, uh, there's always a, uh, there's always a underlying conversation, especially like when I end up on places like Twitter, um, that, you know, entrepreneurs don't go back to school or, you know, it's like, it's crazy that you go back to school and they end up being, you know, roasted and everything like that. But um, I remember you, you had told me that you're, you, you went back to school or you're currently going back to school, one of the two, for a, to get a master's in fashion, um, which I think is, I think is super dope that you're going to keep um, advancing your, your, your knowledge around your craft. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I am done with my master's. I finished last year. Um, so it's been a year plus since I finished. But um, for me, one of the main reasons why I went back um, was because I wasn't knowledgeable at all in the f- industry that I'm trying to survive. And I feel like knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. Like if you know, if you know things, how things operate, or if you know people that can help you, um, or if you just surround yourself with like like-minded people, um, you kind of setting yourself up for success just by doing that. So, um, yeah. I I wanted I wanted to go back to school to be in that environment for that reason. Like, for for my 
like I think education is could be good and bad for you, depending on the situation. For my like in my situation, I thought it was it was the best thing for me to go back to school to to um, to learn and and some myself with people that are in the fashion industry. Some you know it might be a case where like um, you know there's no reason for you to go back to school. Like you, there's no benefit for you to, for you to go back to school. Like I, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. I can't think of any scenario right now. But yeah, you know, there's, there's you gotta just figure out and and think about your your personal your situation that you're in. It's the best thing for you to continue learning, um, in the systematic way that we call school. Or if the best way for you to learn is by you know by creating or being in, a, in right. the real world. It's just like the, you, you might, def, people can define school and education in different ways depending on this, your situation. My, I feel like being in the real world or being like, you know, is like doesn't really teach me what I need to know. It's about, I have to, I have to like kind of get the insights and get the, the secrets from people that have done that for 20 years. And like, you know, um, I don't think like the business of fashion is just on the street. Like you can't just, figure that out you have to kind of learn from that so like people that have done in the past right yeah and you know and like from someone that probably wants to do graffiti art or something you might want to you know the best my i'm sure like the best way might be to learn from the from the streets or like from the from the environment that you are so it's like it depends on um what are you trying to do really like for me it was just it was the best idea for to go back to school and right right that's a that's a really smart way of thinking about school um i like that approach and that's something that um i can kind of relate to that but just in a, in a work aspect and i want to know your thoughts about this but um you know from a work aspect um my job doesn't align with what i truly want to do and the things that i want to create so i feel like in order for me to get something out of it, it, it can't just be more than, it can't just mean more than money because I can make money anywhere. Um, it has to be something that I'm getting, whether it's learning from, you know, from situations or being under the wing of somebody who's, who's familiar with the stuff that I want to do at, at that next level. Um, so like I'm in a position where like I want, if I'm going to find another job, it has to be something that I can learn and grow in the same type of, industry or field that I want to be able to create in, uh, in the future. And for me, yeah, it just has to be more than money it has to be, you know, it has to be something of meaning or just edu- education wise to where like it'll benefit me in the future. So like every job now I think about like what's in it for me. And if it's just money, that's just not enough. It has to be more than that it has to be growth. And, um, I can kind of relate to that similar to school. Would you say that that's like the same style of thinking or maybe the people like in the creative industry should also take some of that as well and, and carry that in their lives and their careers? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I actually really think that's, that's important because um, if you can have the same opportunity to, to, um, to learn and kind of continue to go um, in the same space that you want to see yourself in a long time, I mm-hmm. think like definitely more people should do that because the way people, if you, if I'm, for example, right, if I have a job and my job, I'm going to do what, with what I want to do a long time, it's just for me to pay my bills. I mean, that's great. You, you, you get abused people. If you can get a job that, that you get abused paid and you also kind of like learn and grow and work towards a long time goal, like I feel like that's the best thing ever. Like 
you know, yeah. I'll, I, would, I would love to have a job like that. Right. Any day, I would choose that job any day. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, man, um, I feel that. But it is, it's, but the most important thing in, to understand in that situation is like, you have to be able to figure out what, you, what, your, what your dream goal is, right? What are you working towards? What do you feel like you can, you, you want to do for, for a long time wise? Because not everybody, you might be fortunate enough to understand that, you know, this is what I love doing and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But not everybody has that opportunity to say that. Not everybody has that fulfillment or that joy in their life to say, uh, I want to do this or this is what I'm going right. to do. Or, this is what, you know, it's about, yeah. sometimes you need time to kind of find yourself. And it's about finding something like you cannot go without doing or without, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, and I'm very grateful and fortunate that I was able to um, able to find out my passion from an early age. Um, I feel like I didn't kind of, I didn't, I didn't waste a lot of my time on like trying this and doing that. Um, but it's also, it was tough for me because I, again, like anybody, I had a lot of barriers starting a business or like trying to create something that that you don't really have a lot of resources to do. So, Right, right, right. No, I understand that. I understand. And, and that's very true how you were saying about about finding yourself is that, you know, um, I was actually the, the opposite of you. I, I didn't find out. Um, I don't know what, what you're referring to as early age. Um, however, just to, just to paint a picture, I'm in my, my later 20s now. I'm hitting uh, 26, almost 27. And um, yeah, I finally, I'm finally having this conversation with myself. Like, I know what I really want and I want to keep evolving in that thing. Um, so yeah, I found it out later. And, you know, I think if you would ask me maybe even 10 years ago or when I was 18, I, I would... I would have had no clue how to even answer that or how to come up with that. So yeah, it takes a long time to, it took me a long time at least to develop that and understand. Um, yeah, it's all with time, all with time, right? If you want it bad enough, it it will reveal itself, at least I, I think so. So Yeah, definitely. Um, also, really quickly too, um, I want to shift gears because I, I really do like what you're doing with uh, with with Finny shoes. I think it's super dope. Uh, first, I just want to say, you know, congrats! I, you were recently acknowledged on different publications as a Glycone company, which is which is super dope. If I had a soundboard, I would smash the applause button, but I don't. <laughs> you're welcome, though, man. You're welcome. Um, I'm just super interested in in the early phases. So, like, what did that look like for you? Were you doing everything uh, by yourself? Did you have like a a small group of friends you started this with? I mean, what did the beginning of Finny Shoes look like for you? Um, so the beginning of Finny Shoes, like way from the, from the start, right? So I, uh, I, I started this idea when I was about to graduate from, from college and um, my, my school was very helpful in terms of like pretty much teaching me what it takes to own a business. So like from from like starting a corporation to what it, you know, linking me with like lawyers to do certain things for me to like, oh, if you want to do this, it'd be really great for, it'd be really great if you have like a design pie and a certain stuff, create an LLC, like a, like just the business aspect of it. But also they were, they were also very helpful in terms of telling me um, right. like social media wise and like helping me like websites and like educating me with digital marketing and SEO and stuff like that. I feel like not a lot of people start a business that way. Um, but one, one of the 
one thing that was not really kind of helpful really was trying to figure out like stuff like you know shoe factories and shoe manufacturers and stuff like that. They were not they were not really expert in that in that field because it's not a they're not a fashion school. They I don't know if they the engineering school and the business school, so they were able to help me with like what they could do. But in terms right. of like in terms of that's which is why I said I I needed to have a lot of fashion resources. And understanding how fashion work, which is why I went back to school to to kind of understand the aspect of the of the business. But um, mm-hmm. but after I graduated, I was kind of left on my own. I was doing I was forced for doing it my friend, and then I ended up doing just doing by myself. And and the, sometimes the good and bad thing when you're doing business for you by yourself is that like you have all your decision maker, so you can easily kind of make decision faster. But also, um, the bad thing could be like you could be drying work. So, what we kind of helped me out, and uh, like, I I I was able to find people that I wanted to work with. So, like freelancers, I pretty much work with a lot of freelancers in, t- in like different aspects of the of the business. So, mm-hmm. from freelancers to like graphic designers to people who can draw to someone who handles the website to, uh, you know, it could be anything to people who like, um, to, to like, uh, people, the factory, um, but like for, for like, for, for, to even digital marketing to like photographers, SEO and all that stuff. It's like every, every, the reason now I'm like very like, knowledgeable in like every aspect of my business because I invested I invested time in learning it and also working with people not only just like delegating tax to them I want to, I've, I've, I I pride myself in in learning what every aspect of business does and why it's essential because if you understand that then you know um, you know why certain things like if for example you can trick little things so you can say oh I want to do this because I know how it's going to impact my business right or or to kind of make if you make a, a better decision overall as a as a business owner when you when you're delegating tax but also delegating resources so you know exactly where to kind of like um, put money yeah. towards because remember when you start a business you don't really have unlimited resources so you have we like you have to kind of be a your financial person like you know to be like okay this is I'm on that this is my budget for this money I'm gonna you know allocate this resources towards that towards this and if I do this this is how the business will grow you know that could right. you know you know what I'm saying that could you know bring more money you know or allow me to do better things so it's about like playing playing checkers and understanding what the best move is your is the best move like what what next move is your best move Right, right, right. Just having that uh, that calculated mindset is something that you right, right, yeah. right. Well, if you don't understand the business, or if you don't understand every little aspect of your business, from creation to designing to digital marketing to like photography to website design or like even like tech um, to social media, you you wouldn't understand what best movie is your next movie or even like right. social media not goes beyond like taking photos and print Instagram it, because or it could be like com, like collaborating with like a influencer or like how does that affect your business really you know if even if it does or if it doesn't 
Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it could be what social media platform is best for your business. Is it Pinterest? Is it Instagram? Is it, you know, is it Twitter? So is it TikTok? What is it? Like, understanding where to pull your money, but also even your time, like where to allocate your time because you don't, you don't have only people working for you. You have to, you, you only have 24 hours in a day to work on, on certain things. So, right, right, right. Right. No, that's, 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 that's great insight. Honestly, that's very true. Where you're at now, you know, with, with all the, the, the recent attention, what, what is your, what is your plan? Like, what is the next step and how do you plan on, you know, taking that energy and attention and being able to move uh, finish shoes forward? Um, so where I'm at is now is, it's about, you know, keep trying to innovate um, and staying true to what the brand is all about, which is, introducing creativity and flexibility into footwear so the idea for finney is always you always have multiple ways to wear your shoes um so every pair of shoes comes with us um accessories um but with that being with that being said we want to innovate and take the idea and, and put that into different types of shoes um be it sneakers um you know uh could be classic shoes could be uh be list of shoes, whatever, whatever um, footwear that we're creating, we want to introduce that they are, they are, that DNA of finish shoes um, within that footwear. Right. But well, specifically, what we're working on now is introducing, like I said, introducing new product line into our into our um, our products, but also, um, um, sorry, also. Making sure um, we are providing quality and affordable footwear, and I think that's very important. That's one thing we want to kind of introduce to our customers. That that's what we're about. So our our production started in China because that's where we started making our shoes. But now, since last year, late last year, we were able to move our factory to Portugal, and um, we were working on on. On uh, production was before Corona started, and um, we haven't we haven't really been lucky in that aspect. But hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to um, release some new products. Um, the factory will be back soon, and they'll be able to make some shoes for us. But um, it's pretty much improving uh, all around aspect of the business, either being uh, you know digital marketing or like our websites we working on a new app where we can easily buy the products from um, just like figuring out how to always improve or improve every aspect of the business um, from products to to tech even um, right every, every little thing but well it's been very tough because we yes we had a, a few press um, which is good for the business but I feel like we weren't able to 100% capitalize on it because we didn't have a lot of inventory and and uh, because of because our factory was shut down we couldn't really create or make products so okay. um, but yeah but we should be back soon and um, hopefully we can continue from where we stop yeah definitely man it's it's all good man you know it's and, it's definitely not a missed opportunity I, I think even with you know I think even with the you know like, like you said, being, not being able to do that fully, at least you got some awareness and maybe you can develop some relationships around, you know, the, the brand and the, and the product with the people. So that's, that's super dope nonetheless. That's um, another way to look at it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, how, I mean, how else were you looking at it aside from that? No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> I just wish like we we well, we were, there's no way to say. I was I just I was gonna say I wish we were prepared for it, but there's no way to kind of be prepared for a pandemic, really. So right, yeah. Um, we just have to uh keep doing what we're doing. Hundred percent, man. You got this. You got this in the bag. Um. Now, I was reading a mission statement a little bit earlier, and like you mentioned a little earlier too, you guys, your your goal is to provide a, a well designed and crafted shoe, you know, at at, a, at affordable prices. And I'm right here reading this as well. It says our mission is to disrupt the saturated shoe market and provide a price, value, and style unmatched in today's retail industry. Um, which I think is a super dope, uh, you know, statement to you know be able to follow up with the with a great product. Tell me a little bit before I let you go. Like, what was what was the driving force behind that goal? Like, was there something that you've seen out there that, that you wanted to make better or what was the mindset? Um, yeah. Th- thanks for asking that question. I, I feel like a lot of quality affordable footwear from, from like European countries, um, like well-made and crafted shoes are always kind of overpriced and like the markups on those who are, you know, always three, four times even five times the price they made. So it's about, um, for me, it's about producing and making the same quality footwear that a lot of these big, big names brand make, but offering them at, at an affordable price, but also um, giving them something extra that this other brands are not giving them. We wanted to, we're going to give um, our consumers another reason apart from that, to buy from us. We're going to give them options so that you always come to choices, right? You can wear them multiple ways. So if mm-hmm. that doesn't sell them, if the price doesn't sell them, if the quality doesn't sell them, uh, we'll open it will be sold on, on, the, on, um, we open it will be sold on the types of shoes, right? Like, like how our shoe comes with, comes with accessories and how they can wear them in multiple ways. Right, right. Yes, that's 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 dope, man. That's awesome. Keep pushing for of course, keep doing what you're doing. We really do like the brand, it's its mission and uh the person running it yourself, man. You're a really insightful dude. And I appreciate you coming on the show and uh sharing your uh your experiences with us. Thank you. Anything anything I can do, let me know. I'm uh I would love to give back and, and share um my knowledge and also learn from anyone that wants to uh, uh that wants to share. Um the knowledge is about I feel like I have a lot to learn and and, um, and I'm always looking for ways to improve my business and always looking for ways to learn so that I can always improve my business as well. So happy to share what I know and happy to also talk to you, learn from you and seeing how I can apply um, your knowledge to to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for having me. Oh yeah, no, no, thank you, man. And of course, no problem. And, and also I'd say the same for you, man, likewise. Um, I think, you know, yeah, any opportunity that, um, you know, I'm able to, we're able to sharpen one another, I think is dope. So likewise, I extend that out to you as well. But once again, I uh, appreciate you for coming on. Before you go, though, where can the people follow you on, you know, on Instagram or wherever else that may be? Yeah, so my personal Instagram is called badwine um, at B-A-D-W-I-N-E. Um, and... Uh, uh, for for finish shoes um, is at F I N I shoes so finish shoes 
Um, and then you can also find us on our website, which is uh, fini.shoes, F-I-N-I dot shoes. All right, man. Well, uh, once again, appreciate you coming on and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. Hey, everyone. That'll wrap up this week's episode. I hope you found this one valuable. Once again, I appreciate you for listening and I encourage you to subscribe and share and leave some feedback as well. That'd be greatly appreciated. I hope to talk to you next time on the next episode of the Cravices podcast. Until then, take care.